Welcome to Just an Andrew Didn't Tell Podcast. Well, well, welcome into Just an Average NFL Podcast. That's us. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. And you can find us at avgnflpod.com. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, just about anywhere you can get a podcast. You can find us on the the X, Twitter, whatever the fuck it's called as well, at avgnflpod. TikTok doesn't really get a lot of action here of late, but I do have a page under this name, at avgnflpod on TikTok. And we're on Facebook, at Just an Average NFL Podcast. Go give us a like, follow, subscribe. And speaking of that, I do want to open the show with a shout-out to a league, one of the many leagues I'm in. But this one is just for devoted addicts of Dynasty, and that is the Fantasy Addicts, commissioned by... Now, I'm gonna, I am gonna—I don't know everybody's real name, because I just kept... I, I, was, I was fortunate enough to be brought into this league with some people I met online, so I really only know their online names, or their sleeper names, but yeah. J... F L or J G F L A is the commission. He's he might be the greatest commissioner in the history of uh, leagues. I mean, I'm a, I always thought myself as a good commissioner, but I mean, this guy's the I would say the Michael Jordan of uh, fantasy commissioners. Oh, wow. Nice, yeah. yeah. He's a he's he's top end. Um, and then uh, a good friend of mine, Say When. I do know his name is Josh. Uh, he's brought me into a bunch of leagues, but I want to give him a shout out because he's been helping push the podcast and. Hell uh, yeah. Appreciate we that. picked up some new listeners, and then a, uh, a, another friend that I met who actually lives close by, uh, Island Sharks. He's such; they're such good friends. I know I know their names. What was that? Island Sharks. I'm assuming maybe he's uh, he fishes. He's in the ocean. Sharks. Uh, yes. Okay. What do you think I said? Sharks. <laughs> Island Sharks. <laughs> now that would be my name. <laughs> Island just, Sharks. Uh, sharks. Yeah, like okay. with the fans, like Jaws. That makes sense. Uh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I was gonna uh, like. I need a little bit of explanation, just a yeah. little bit. But that that I understand. So but he uh, he resides roughly a, a couple hours from where we are now sitting. Okay. Um, and, and these and a bunch of other guys that we're in that in the league with. It's uh, I picked up an orphan there that is an absolute travesty. To all mankind, I have sold away anything and everything of value and tried to accumulate as many picks as I can, and uh, inco- including uh, Brian Johnson. That our Brian Johnson, what the fuck, dude? close, close. <laughs> Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson that I uh, acquired for a first round pick because I was hungover. <laughs> but that's all. Hey, look, we don't need to go back down that path. We don't need to talk about that story anymore. Uh, but anyway, I just want to give a shout out to League. Uh, uh, Island Sharks did go give, give us a review, so we're still maintaining that 5.0 status Sweet. in the uh, the uh, Apple iTunes or what or Apple Podcasts. So yeah, but yeah, all right. So I just want to do my due diligence there. It's awesome when you pick up new listeners and uh, and you got people out there that uh, supporting us. Yeah, that's yeah. you know definitely appreciate so, uh, that all day. It makes it, it definitely makes it a lot easier when there's people who uh, <laughs> you know are actually even if it's even if it's just a handful. It's yeah, still nice. Always, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah all. Like so, I said, double digits. Give me that. That's yeah, we're just trying to get the and we, and we hit double digits the last two episodes. Yeah, yeah growing so. man, growing. All right, so uh, we're gonna, before we uh, roll into the news, I do I, I I keep failing to mention 
the buys as we get ready for them. I should try to mention them on Monday when we do our waivers. That would help more. But, you know, we are just average. So being that we are average, everything is a process. Today, I want to remind you that this week, Pittsburgh and Green Bay are both on buys. So you need to make sure you know about that. And then I do want to set, go ahead and prepare you for next week. Because next week is the first bipocalypse of the season. You have six teams going on a bye. You've got Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, the Jets, and the Titans. So make sure that you prepare yourselves for that. Um, I, I don't I'll imagine there's many Panthers you're going to have to worry about. Yeah, but I, I think or, or Dallas. I mean, I played all of Dallas last week. <laughs> I mean, Tony Pollard, but yeah. I'd have rather had them on a bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, hey, look, if, if you had Mac Jones yeah. on a bye, he's going to score you more points than he then scored just, you last exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so – so be prepared for that. And there's uh, there's another one. I think week 13 is what you were saying. Yeah, is that's, also that's another a, that's one. That's a heavy one, yeah. Yeah, that's going to have. And a bunch of that. And that's right around that playoff time. I so. think it's Ravens, Bills. It's, a, it's quite a few yeah. big names. So just uh, keep an eye out for that. So there's that. I'll try to I'll try to do better about reminding and, and, and uh, bring that up. a note. And then another note that I, I need to make is to remind you, I'll try to do this as well, get all your Thursday night players out of your flex. Okay, it's uh, it's it, it 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 it's not a good feeling when your flex gets locked on a Thursday, and you roll into a Saturday, and a player that you have in a position you don't have a lot of on your bench is not practicing or is limited and questionable when you weren't expecting it, and now you're pressing trying to figure out what good player you got to drop to do whatever because you didn't prepare properly, and I've been there. I've been there just a few weeks ago. So last week, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. me, this is talking. This is fresh burn. Yeah, and I always Monday. go through my I'll, just about every Thursday. I'll go. I go through, but this is like when you have so many leagues, you you're bound to forget. So well, and sometimes like it doesn't like register right away to move people who are questionable into play on Monday nights or you know yes. late Sundays into your flex as right. well. I mean, just that in general. That's what cost me last week. Is I I like for example, Aaron Jones. I'm pretty sure Monday is the Chargers game. Let me see. I've got it wrote down right here. Yes, the Chargers play Monday night. Austin Eckler says he's 99% sure he's going to play. He needs to be in your he flex. He needs to be in your flex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you need and that gives you more options if you got a Josh Palmer on your bench or you've got um, um, Even if you got Josh Kelly or his backup, just yeah. somebody just in case. If you got or, Kelly or you got Palmer or you got some, it gives you the again Gerald flexibility. Or something, yeah. <laughs> Even exactly. if you, yeah, I had to play a tight end last week for Aaron Jones. I had to play Luke Musgraves, and that actually got me a win in the league. Yeah, I, I played um, Amir Abdullah, and and with uh, Jacobs after I had to bench. Aaron Jones, right. and he got me that two points that I won by. Exactly, He's, he scored 2.2 two points. I was down by two. Aaron Jones said he was out. I, I, the only Packer, the only player I had playing on Monday on my bench was Luke Musgrave. That's, I had the same thing and with And so he played for Aaron Jones, and, and he got me the two and plus that I needed to, you know, he actually, I think he got around eight or nine or something. Yeah. So anyway, I, it's very, very important that you uh, pay attention to that. It will help you, and it will hurt you. Um, I've been on both sides of that spectrum. Same. You know, I would say 60 to 75% of the time it's not going to really matter, but you don't want to be caught in that. Yeah, that know, 25%, yeah, that 35% more, yeah, of the time you don't it's going to hurt. So, uh, real quick, there's a lot of limp. Oh, first of all, let's just talk about. I wish I had sad music, but instead we'll give. Um, oh, I don't want to do the booze. We'll do the, 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 the awkward. 
So the Grim Reapers showed up. Yeah. And it's not season ending for these guys, we hope. Um, but we did have some very important players go on IR this week, and it's really affecting a lot of fantasy rosters. So yes. uh, we'll start. Uh, Devon Achan, he is on the IR dealing with a hamstring, I believe, or no, a knee. Knee, yeah. Yeah, uh, he, is, he is on the IR, the, four, the short-term IR, hopefully only four weeks. Justin Jefferson is the one you need to be most concerned about if you have – because he is also on the four-week IR with a hamstring issue, but his team is doo-doo buns right now. Yeah, they're one and four. They just lost their best player. They have a really tough schedule. There's a chance that after four weeks they are one and eight. And, <laughs> and they're if, like, uh, you know, like why should we bring this dude yeah, back? Yeah. We'll just let him get a couple more yeah, weeks, and... even if they're uh, two and seven. You know, so what you have to hope for is you have to hope for him to make a, a speedy recovery, and you have to hope for Minnesota to pick up the pace and get a few dubs to keep themselves in the running. And uh, that hopefully starts for them this week as they play the Bears. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, Anthony Richardson, uh, AC joint, they're saying this could be up to eight weeks. So, oh, wow. Yeah. It, it, was a tough, it was a tough hit when he fell on the ground yeah. and landed on that shoulder like Richardson, that, main, I, I, I don't – you know, if I, I, I would venture to say if you go back in time and you talk to um, – um, not Kyle Shanahan, his dad, uh, dad, Daddy Shanahan, Daddy Shanahan, <laughs> Mister Shanahan. When he coached the uh, at then Redskins with RG three, they probably wouldn't have brought him back and made him try to get him to go out there and play, even though they were making a playoff run, because it, it effectively ruined the rest of his career. And I, I would think that I don't see the Colts making a playoff run, but I would think that they don't want to rush Anthony Richardson back. Yeah. So I don't see him coming back unless they know for sure he's good to go. And they're saying that this is a great three uh, AC joint. So there's a, it could be an eight-week thing. And if it's eight weeks, then why not make it just the rest of the season? Yeah, so, exactly. Um, and then uh, James Conner also on the four-week IR. And I, um, I think it's also a knee, but maybe an ankle. I, I it's a knee, I think. Okay. I'm pretty certain you're right on the knee. So those are those are four big ones that hurt and made the waivers very interesting this week. Uh, some guys that were limited. Jordan Addison was limited this week, and he is the one that everybody went after because of, uh, Justin Jefferson. Amon Ra was lim- uh, limited, but I think he is uh, – That's is, actually good news. Yeah, because he, 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 yeah, he, he wasn't practicing at all. Devontae Adams, limited. Chris Olave is limited. Uh, Barkley is still limited. Uh, I'm, I'm still I'm worried about. I was feeling optimistic yesterday that Barkley was going to play this week, but now I feel like maybe that he's not. And then out of nowhere, nobody really saw Cole Komet was limited today. So, hmm. um, you know, I, I I'm going to be in a world of shit if him <laughs> and Kelsey don't play because those are my two tight ends for my dynasty. Oh yuck! Yeah, yeah. but I did go get Noah Gray, so I'll have no, somebody got, out there. You got, definitely got a backup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Kelsey, I can't find anything on his practice status yet. Nothing's come across the wire, um, but he is still said as questionable. So, yeah. I, again, I don't expect him to play on a short turn. Yeah. Um, which is why I was depending on Komet. Uh, Dulcich, speaking of tight ends, back full practice today. So he is, is trending towards being ready to play. Jameer Gibbs is still day-to-day. Um, I don't know, you know – these coaches will come out and say day to day, and a guy will be out four months. So. Yeah, that's that's what worries me the most when they when they say day to day, I get the most nervous, even more nervous than he's not going to play next week, right? Because the day to day thing is what we heard with Swift. Yeah. His, his last whole, year it was all it was all day to day, day to day, and he hardly play at all. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't. 
Javante Williams is looking uh, like he's going to play on Thursday night. He's full participant, raring to go. So that's good news for him and yes. for his fantasy owners. Um, did not practice. These are guys that, that did not practice today. Mike Evans, which, you know, that goes because I made a trade with you today to get Mike Evans after I lost Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And then we found out he didn't practice, so that's super awesome. Uh, Darren Waller did not practice, but he is writing it off as a day of as a maintenance day. He's he's playing it off, so I think he'll be out there. Now, whether his quarterback will be out there or not, I don't know because he did not also practice. Rashawn Johnson did not practice. Um, it is Rashawn Johnson, right? I it right. is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for some reason, my head did. I'm actually looking up his stuff too because it was just concussion for him. I yeah, thought, he's still in the protocol. Still in the protocol. Yeah, Khalil Herbert did not practice. I don't expect him to play. I think at some point yeah. we're going to hear that he. I'm not saying the IR, but he's probably a two week. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Hollywood Brown did not practice today, so that's uh, you keep an eye on that. Tank Dell also in the concussion protocol and did not practice, and and they're coming out and saying that they really expect him not to play this week. Okay. And what we're learning too. When these guys go to the concussion, I don't think we've had anybody that's gone to the concussion and played the following week in a long time. So it seems to be, if you're yeah. in the protocol, it's it's going to be at least one week. You miss the, the next week at least, yeah. Yeah, so just keep an eye on all that. And I'm sure, like I said, there's always more out there. So you need to make sure you're paying attention to your rosters. You need to have alerts on your phone for all your players, however you get them, um, if you want to be competitive and stay on top of things. So. From there, we are going to roll into our breakdown of the games coming up, some of the games coming up. I don't know why I hit the heartbeat all the time. I think it's just, I don't even, I can't see what the buttons are. I just press them. That's hey. It but I know when I hit the heartbeat, I know where the music button is. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the, the first game that we're going to talk about briefly is uh, the Thursday night game. And that is the Broncos are at the Chiefs, and uh, on the Broncos side of the ball, it's uh, it's mm. not much. I'm looking. I'm I, I'm look. First of all, KC's been pretty tough on everybody. But if I got Javante and playing him, yep. If Javante ends up not playing, then I'll, I'll play McLaughlin. I'm staying away from Piran. Uh, Jerry Judy, uh, only if I have to. <laughs> only if I have to. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. I mean, Cortland Sutton. It's, he's just like he's good, 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 good doo doo. So I, you know, he he's had a real. I wouldn't say up and down. He was pretty fairly consistent uh, up until last week. So I don't know, but um, Russ has been okay this year. But again, Kansas City's defense is a lot tougher than what we've uh, known them to be in the past. So. I mean, if you got these guys, you probably don't have better options. You're going to throw them out there. And you're going to see what happens. But I would just temper your expectations. Um, we definitely, when especially when you're looking at Russell Wilson out there, he could put a twenty burger on any of his receivers, and you don't know which one it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, you look at even Mims has had two weeks where he's in double digits and twenty. Yeah, and he depends on that big catch, and you know, and then Brandon Johnson's had two weeks where he's in the twenties, and then Judy's had two weeks where he's in the team. You know, it's, it's yeah. so it's so inconsistent that, I mean, if you drafted Judy and you're riding him every week, you got to ride him every week. I, yeah. You know, but I've been going back and forth with him and Gabe Davis, and I, and, I, and I screwed up last week. Luckily, it didn't cost me. I had Jerry Judy on my don'ts, and then I played him over Gabe Davis. <laughs> I don't even listen to my own damn advice. Uh, and it bit me in the ass. But I still got the dub barely, thanks to Jacoby Myers. Oh, yeah. That definitely... <laughs> Definitely helped out. Uh, but on the other side, I mean, Mahomes, yeah, he's in. Uh, yeah. Pacheco, he's 
Pacheco's interesting to me. Um, we'll probably be talking about him a little later too. Okay. The thing about him is, is, is he's not getting all the snap percentages. Yeah. You know, two of the five weeks he didn't even get to fifty percent of the snaps, but he's getting enough work. He's getting over fifteen carries generally. The last three weeks he's got over fifteen carries. He's got he's got a uh, he's been averaging like two targets a week. So I mean, he's definitely got value upside. Denver's defense is trash, so he's somebody I'm getting in the lineup. Uh, the wide receivers is a scary place, but um, we'll talk a little bit more about Rasheed Rice later. He's the only one I'd be willing to play out of this list, um, unless I was in a deep, deep league. Um, and then, of course, you're playing Kelsey, and if Kelsey's not out there, I'd play Grave. That's if that's who you got, you know. Yeah. Kelsey missed the first week. And then Noah Gray played 88%, but he had five targets, three catches, 31 yards. So, you know, but I, if I remember right, and I may be wrong, I think one of those two targets he didn't catch was an end zone target. So, you know, he, he gets used he, – he usually gets two or three targets a game, even with Kelsey in there, and he got a touchdown in week four. So, you know, I, yeah, I'd feel okay putting Gray out there, especially against the Broncos. He's, yes. he's probably going to be a pretty solid play if Kelsey's not out there. Exactly. So there's that on the Thursday night breakdown. I expected it to be a Thursday night beatdown, um, which means it'll probably be a 13 to 14 fucking game <laughs> <laughs> or something stupid. Yeah. Uh, so the next game on the slate to talk about is the London game starting early in the morning. Uh, the Ravens at Tennessee. I mean, it is, they say at, but obviously yeah. they're in London. Um, you London, know, Tennessee. Yeah, I, I do want to apologize to Lamar. I went back and, and listened to the podcast, and I started my thing about Lamar by saying he didn't look good, and then I went on to explain how he got robbed by his receivers. I didn't go back and recorrect myself and say, "I'm sorry, Lamar looked great. Everyone else looked like shit." Lamar's never looked good. We've made that apparent no, 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 on, no, on no, our no, podcast. We're not. <laughs> First of all, I'm not talking about I'm, I'm not talking about that aspect, Lamar, because we all know he don't look good. I'm somebody that's played. Oh well, that's why him. I didn't bring it up. I thought yes. that's what you were talking about. I was like, oh yeah, well that's no, ugly. Lamar played just fine. His receivers couldn't catch a cold last week. Yeah, it was it was uh, pretty bad. And so I, I I think he's gonna have a good game. He's gonna be fine out there. Tennessee's secondary is trash. Yep, and they're not gonna be able to run the ball against Tennessee very well. Um, so it's, I think it's, everybody's going to have a fine day as long as they can catch. So I'm playing Flowers. I dropped Odell in a bunch of leagues today in dynasties because I'm just tired of him. Yeah. I'm not playing any other receivers, though. I just don't know who is going to do anything. But Mark Andrews, yes, please, and then some. Yes. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I don't want nothing to do with Tannehill unless I'm in the, just desperate. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I it's, he yeah. looks like – there'll be one play where he's like, oh, there's the old Tannehill, and then the next play he'll look like he's 87 years old. He's not looked good <laughs> at all this year. I mean, he was QB 15 week two with yeah. 23 points, and that's still – It's because I picked him as a sleeper this season. I, he I, is I, sleeping. He slept the whole <laughs> season so far. Uh, you nailed I, it. <laughs> I slated Ryan Tannehill as a preseason sleeper. I thought he was going to be a low-end QB1, 10 to 12, or a QB 10 to 12. I, I, I was like, there's no way they go get D-hop, and they don't let Tannehill get out there and throw the ball. What I didn't take into account was Tannehill's body – aging 40 years in the offseason. In the offseason. That and their O-line <laughs> banishing. And yeah, the, and their run game. Derrick Henry not being able to run the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so the, I'm scared to play even Derrick Henry. Of course, if I got him, I'm playing him. I do, but it's like in shitty games, when they win, 
Derrick Henry is is awesome, and in games where it's competitive and they and they lose, Derrick Henry is trash. Yeah, the, his his numbers are absolute garbage. Yeah, and and I don't expect them to win at Baltimore, so I expect Tajay Spears to get a ton of playing time because they're going to be passing a lot. You know, Tajay Spears uh, the last every week this season has been over fifty percent of the snaps, except for week two, and is at thirty seven percent. So he he is it is a committee back there. Yeah. You know, Derrick Henry is like 48 and then 71 and then 38, 59, 62. So, and, and the thing is, is like, if you look at it, the two weeks that Derrick Henry's been amazing, he's got over 20 carries. Yeah, we go. Uh, and then the, that's what you need out of Henry. And then two weeks he's been straight unclean ass. He's got under 15. Yeah. And then the one week where he was I eight, he got 15. So get me 15 carries in Derrick Henry's uh, belly, please. Yes, and and Just, let let Mister Disrespect start disrespecting some people and and uh, get me some fantasy points. Yes, please. Um, I think D Hop's on the upswing after last week. I think that uh, that you know it's not like he's not getting targets. It's just that they weren't valuable targets, good targets or whatever. But last week he got 11, caught eight of them, 140. Didn't get the tud, but that would have been a tud had he caught that uh, pass from Henry. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think D Hop's on the upswing, so yeah, I'm playing him. Not really looking towards anybody. Maybe Westbrook Akina in some deeper leagues. Um, my question to you though, Baker, is how are you feeling about Akonkwo? Last week he had nine targets. He, he, he had, caught he, five of them. He had twice as many. Right. I mean, His snap the, percentages is roughly what he's been <clears> doing, but he was definitely more involved in the passing game. Um, and so how are you feeling playing him this week? Against Baltimore, I'd I'd be okay with it, honestly. I mean, like the last few weeks, it's it's slowly coming up. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of nervous in the beginning of the season when he didn't seem to be out there and getting targeted very much. And then, you know, typically out of a tight end, you want five to seven yeah. targets, you know. And he's only getting three and four, and it's Tannehill targets, so yes. you know that's realistically like two or three. <laughs> but you with nine, you get nine Tannehill targets. That's at least five regular targets, and he caught all five of his regular <laughs> targets. So, I mean, I, I'm liking it. I think it's a good uptick. I think it's they're working him back into it, and it's going to be a, a a match made when they get Spears worked out with that pass catch, and, and then Aconquo on the other side too. I think, okay, I think it's going to be okay this week. Like it. I don't think it's going to be like huge numbers. No. But no, I think no. he still puts you up eight, Solid. Or, 10, eight yeah. or 10 points. Yeah. He won't kill you. All right. The next game we're going to hit on briefly is the Commanders at, at the Falcons. Two, uh, the Commanders are two and three. The Falcons are three and two. Desmond Ritter, you know, we'll start on the Falcons side of the ball. Desmond Ritter looked really good last week, but it was against Houston. So yeah. they're not like a dominant defense. But the Commanders made the freaking Bears look like. The, the monsters in the midway, dude. I mean, they were they were absolutely or the eighty five bears, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's I, I thought Washington's defense was a little bit tougher, but apparently they are with up there with the Broncos and Bears as far as defense. Looking, is yeah. And so Ritter could be uh, ready to have a, a decent game again at home. Bijan, this dude, oh man, <laughs> that guy. I, I I've I don't know if I've ever seen. A player this side of Barry Sanders just make motherfuckers look this, stupid. Bro. Yeah, this talented, this his his, vision, stop, his, his ability to stop and change direction, yeah, is out of this fucking galaxy. Yeah, uh, it's, it's 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 crazy. You know, look, Christian McCaffrey's really good at it too, and I said that Bijan has the ability to be the next Christian McCaffrey type back. Just you don't have to take him off the field. Yeah, I think that Bijan might be better than McCaffrey. 
oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. As, as, and you know, barring health and stuff like that. But and offense he's yeah. on too. I think they still got some some yes. kinks to work out in the offense yeah. to make yeah. it at least fantasy wise. Yeah, or yeah, become explosive. But yeah, Bijan, this guy, he could he end up being a league winner for a lot of people this year. Yeah. So if you got him, be happy about that. Um and just hope that he stays healthy. So of course he's in. Drake London, um, if you think Ritter's going to have a good game, London's going to have a good game, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, it's going to be I mean, the, worth playing him. I mean, here's the thing about London. It's like you're worried about playing him, but every week except week one, he's had over six or more targets. Mm-hmm. Now, he in two of those weeks, he had six, only caught two. He had seven, only caught three. But just give me the guy that's getting six or more targets, and I'll be fine. Yeah, if you look at Most his, of the time. his numbers as compared to Ritter's on week two and week five, those are both the weeks that Ritter finished in the top ten quarterback ranking and threw for over what was it? I think twenty five attempts. Yeah, and had three hundred yards last week and then two eighty in week two. So when Ritter's out there slinging the ball around, yeah. with any kind of anything, Drake London benefits from it the most too. So um, trash pan and sign our trade of the the week. Uh, Van Jefferson got traded to the Falcons. So yeah. I guess you're gonna have to trade him back to me now. In our, we got to figure this out. I'll, I'll send you a trade offer tonight. Because, <laughs> because uh, uh, for three years or four years straight, all we do is include Van Jefferson and trade deals. Amongst, Just back and forth back in and the same forth. league. Uh, uh, Kyle Pitts. Um, you know, again, he's kind of in that same boat. He's getting four to five or more. He got 11 targets last week. He looked great. Seven, caught seven of them. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm playing him if I got him. Luckily, I don't have to make those decisions. The Drake London, I do, but I don't have to make that decision with Pitts. So uh, Sam Howell against the Falcons. Um, I don't know. It concerns me. The Falcons' defense is a little bit better than uh, we thought they were going to be, and the, so they can be tough against uh, fantasy quarterbacks. But I mean, yeah, I'm not scared. Too scared to play him. Bears defense and Eagles defense are pretty good. He still put up 21 and 30 against yeah. them. I mean, fantasy wise, it may not look like a good game. Yeah, it's not one you want to watch. Yeah, it's not a game <laughs> you're going to want to watch. Because, I mean, I think last week against the Bears, he had like one point going into halftime and then scored the 30 points he put up all in that second half of the yeah. game. So, to uh, Logan Thomas, I think. Brian Robinson <laughs> is strictly game script. Um, you know, what if, if they're up, if the game is close or if they're up, then Brian Robinson is going to be great for your fantasy team. Yeah. If they get behind and have to start passing, Brian Robinson is going to be terrible for your fantasy team. And so in this matchup, I don't expect Atlanta to to roll them. I expect it to be pretty close most of the game. And uh, and so I think that Brian Robinson is going to be fine. I'm not touching uh, Antonio Gibson. You know, he's just he's. He's not fancy viable anymore. He might get brought up later. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, in your don'ts. <laughs> in Baker's don'ts. <laughs> uh, Terry McLaurin, yeah, I'm playing, but uh, I'm not going to feel good about it. Yeah. So, um, I just, I don't know. He, he had five targets last week, ten the week before, so it's it's a, it's a, it's a crapshoot. Jahan Dotson, the same way. You know, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I can't figure it out. Yeah, even even when he's got big targets, he's not coming down with as yeah. many of them as you would expect. No, um, it's not like he's getting zero though. So maybe yeah. at some point it clicks. Curtis Samuel might be the play for this offense at wide receiver right now. He's more, he's the only most one. Accurate, well, or, yeah, he's getting eight targets, caught seven. Seven targets, caught six. You know, it, none of them are great. He's not getting tons of touchdowns. He get, did get one touchdown last week, but the last two weeks he's been getting roughly fifteen uh, fantasy points for you in a full PPR. So. Um, or this might be a half. I don't know. Um, 
I don't even know what fucking league I'm in right now. I think I'm in a half, so and he got 19 points last week. 19? Yeah, yeah you're definitely not in a half. He got you 19 last week. Oh, well, no, I'm looking at the wrong player. Hold on. <laughs> like, show, he had, yeah, he got 15 last week for where I'm at, so I'm in so a half. So you're probably in a half. So six yeah. receptions, I'm in the Megal- 65 yards. Yeah. So that's nine and a half points plus touchdown. 15 and a half points would have been his total. So I'm yeah. in a full point PPR. Okay. So anyway, yeah, but he might be the play in this offense. I'm definitely not scared to throw him in a flex. He definitely has something going on with uh, with uh, Howell. So. Definitely. Were you just saying definitely because I said definitely? Definitely. I just wanted to figure out how I could say definitely one more definitely time. We can definitely get it done. <laughs> All we got to do is put our definite, <laughs> definitely minds to it. Uh, all right, and then Logan Thomas, we shall talk more about in a second. But, yeah, he's he's going to be in the lineup. He's, yeah, he's definitely going to be He's become a favorite, <laughs> a favorite of, the, uh, of his uh, quarterback. Yes, he has. All right, so let's scroll on down the wire. <laughs> Next team, I, I just I, I got to talk about it because there, there's a lot of fancy viable players. It's a battle of the one and fours in the North. Ooh. One of them we thought was going to be a playoff team, and that would be the Minnesota Vikings, and they are playing at Chicago, who looks like their offense is 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 picking up a bit, but their defense is still the worst and they just lost justin jefferson so and minnesota did lose justin jefferson and chicago looks like i mean nothing official is coming out but i expect herbert not to play and i'm i don't think roshan's gonna play i I can't remember if i had him on the the he didn't practice today but he's concussion yeah he's in the protocol so he probably is going to be out at least this week so um as a panther fan i'm still yeah we'll start on the side of the ball justin fields yes dr foreman was the main guy for the panthers last year and he got you some big fantasy points and against minnesota yeah, I'll put Dante Foreman out there. If he's if it's him and Travis Homer, Dante Foreman is going to get all the first down work. I think Second Homer's down. injured too. Uh, yeah, he is questionable. You're 100 percent right. He's dealing with a hamstring and did not practice today. So yeah. I don't know who the other back's going to be, but Foreman will get all the work. Man. Uh, I read his name earlier. <laughs> it's probably somebody they'll have to pull up off the practice squad. <laughs> his name is. Um, while you look that up, Blasting Game. Kari Blasting Game and Darren right. Evans is there. Blasting Game, I, I forget, but Blasting Games are fullback. Yeah, and Darren yeah. Evans as well. Matter of fact, Blasting Game was who had to close out the game last week because everybody got hurt. Because everybody got yeah. injured. Yeah, yeah. So he's their big fullback, but uh, uh, so he he yeah, and Darrington Evans. So there it yeah. was. Um, DJ Moore. Um, yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Let's, let's just keep it going. Let's keep the Moore show yeah, going. I'm liking go, it. I li- look. I love I love it for DJ Moore. I just I, I I'm really not a big Bears fan, but I love it for DJ Moore because I am a huge DJ Moore fan. Yes. Nobody else. Nope. Nope. Uh, Cole Komet. Yeah, if he's healthy and he's out there and playing him, I'm not playing Tanya though. If he if Cole Komet can't go, uh, and that you know what Tanya has did have a game earlier this year, but I just don't trust it. I, I, there's other options I'd rather go with. Noah yeah. Gray being one of them. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, King Cousins, you're playing him. It's happening. It's done. Uh, Alexander Madison. Yeah, you're playing him. Cam Akers, though, is the interesting one for me. I thought that he was working more into a role, but he's played the same snap percentages, got the same amount of touches. He's legitimately got the same opportunities two weeks straight. So probably not going to throw him out there, even though it is against a defense that I would love to see more play from. If Minnesota gets a big lead, if they're rolling, I imagine Cam Akers could get an entire half to himself if they come out of halftime and Minnesota's up 21 to nothing, 28 to 7, yeah, or something like that. So you might get lucky with him, uh, but I expect that they'll probably just keep going with the same plan they got now unless Madison does some crazy shit like fumble like he's been prone to do at times. Depending on, obviously, what's going on with the injuries, Jordan Addison and KJ Osborne and even Powell 
um, who who uh, Brandon Powell, who who showed up last week, got six targets out of nowhere. Um, I'm, I'm any of those guys. The other two, I'm obviously 100 percent they're in my lineup. Yeah, Powell, I'll be willing to throw in on a flex play. Yeah, I mean, Kink will and throw if the one ball of them, everywhere. yeah, and if Addison doesn't play because of whatever he's dealing with, then Powell's definitely going to be in my. Oh lineup. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then Hawkinson, yes, there's, there's yes, not, we're not talking about that. I mean, there's no reason to talk about it. dude's dude's an animal. Yes. So, but there it is. There's that game. Uh, the battle of the one and fours. So let's see. Let's um, let's head on. I got a whole list of them here, but I don't really think we need to go through every. There's a lot of decent games this week. Fantasy, yeah. you know, viability and everything. Um, apparently, I said Seattle's playing in Chicago. So who is Seattle actually playing this week? That I Seattle. Is. I got it wrote down, <laughs> but I put them playing Chicago. Uh, They're playing the Bengals. The, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I put. I must have went to put Cincinnati and wrote a C and went with and the just H. Went Chicago instead. instead. Yeah. Uh, so that's the game. That's the other game I want to talk about. Seattle at Cincinnati. Burrow showed back up. The real Joe Burrow stood up and had a good game and threw the ball. Actually moved around. Apparently, his coach was telling him in the headset last week to stop running so much, to just throw it out of bounds, and Burrow just ignored him. We had a lot of uh, QBs kind of going rogue yeah, last week. Yeah, just doing their own thing yeah. last week, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Burrow's feeling good, man. I, I love it. I need Joe Mixon. I mean, he hasn't really killed you this year. Yeah, it hasn't been like straight but garbage, he sure but he's not doing isn't one shift. Yeah, he's not doing what you want Mixon to do. No, but, so I but, think that might be what Mixon is now. When the offense picks up, he seems to pick up a little bit. I mean, his yeah, he gets a little more, to, a little more up. So hopefully, this this keeps rolling. This ball keeps going. We start seeing some twenty point weeks out of Mixon. Um, and and I already know we're going to be talking more about Jamar Chase, but yep. obviously he's being. Uh, I'm playing him. If Higgins oh, yeah. is healthy, I'm playing him. Um. Tyler Board last week, absence of uh, Higgins. He had an uh, okay week. I mean, it, was, it wasn't what you wanted. He, st- he had seven targets, six catches for 39 yards, no touchdowns. So, I mean, he's, he's one of those where if, if you're desperate and you really need somebody who's going to get volume, even if Higgins is playing, he still gets volume. He still gets catches. It's just he's not getting value yeah. catches. He's not getting red zone target stuff. But he'll rarely goose you. He's worth playing. Um, I really thought Irv Smith was going to have a bigger impact with them, but apparently they just don't like throwing to the tight end. Yeah, they got rid of Uzama. Like, yeah, we don't want to throw to any other tight end. But we're going to go out and get this super athletic tight end that when he's healthy is great. I imagine Irv Smith's going to have a game at some point this season, and we're all going to go, oh, my God, Irv Smith. There there he is. is. He's going to put up, like, you know, 20 fantasy points, and everybody's going to freak out, and then he'll go back into witness protection. Um. So. Yeah. Well, he didn't even get targeted. He didn't. He played sixty-one percent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get a target he's out there. He just. He's just running routes, or he's blocking. You know. Yeah. Um, Go block for Jamar Chase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if I got Geno, if I'm streaming, I mean, Cincinnati's an okay option to stream against. Um, I would rather go with some other options out there. If you know, if I can pick up somebody, I, I'd probably play Sam Howell over Geno. But, um, you know, he's he. It's one of those. If if they can run the ball and, and play small ball, then Gino's not going to really get the opportunity to do a lot. I mean, last time he was out, he played the Giants. He only put up twelve fantasy points for you. So yeah, you know, I just it's, it's worrisome. But uh, they're you know, coming off a bye too. Yeah, and, you know, so don't know how that's all going to play out. Uh, Kenneth Walker, yeah, he's out there. Dude's dude's a man. I thought that Charbonnet was going to be taking more snaps from him, but that's not the case. It's not at all. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Walker is the dude. DK, yes please. Lockett, yes please. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, I'm not looking to play this guy. Um, I I do want him on a roster if I've got room. I do want to stash him, 
but maybe give him another week or two and see if his is coming out of the bye. It's going to be interesting. Is this if, when they're going to try to try to change plan or, him more yeah. into it? Um, it's the other thing with uh, what's his lips for the Chargers. We'll talk about in a little while, but um, so I'm definitely not playing him this week. But I'm also not dropping him unless I absolutely got to have a roster spot. So. Yeah. Uh, and then the tight ends, I don't know, you know, who to play. I always, I thought coming into the season, I thought Noah Fant was going to have a bigger impact. He has not. Um, I mean, he's had it. The last three weeks, he's been aight. Yeah, middle of the road. Yeah, tight end. he hasn't killed you. But, you know, it's like uh, out of nowhere, you'll get a Parkinson touchdown. Or out of nowhere, Will Disley will go out and, and drop a touchdown on you or something. So, I just I don't know if I had to play one it's obviously going to be Fant but otherwise I'm trying to ignore them yeah and pretend they do not exist so uh, some other games to be uh, paying attention to we're not going to really break into too much uh, San Francisco at Cleveland you know uh, I don't know if Sean Watson the Predator is going to play um, it doesn't seem like he's really keen to want to play here of late because his shoulder hurts so we'll see they got a pretty stout defense so it'd be kind of yeah. interesting you know, how that well how i mean dallas out. is supposed to have a stout defense too and they just got yeah that's true lamb just blasted hammered yeah they hammer fisted that's true uh, carolina at miami i mean not because this game's going to be good miami's going to freaking roll carolina but that's uh two not very good defenses so there is a potential for a lot of fancy lot points of in this fancy game points, yeah. um and miles sanders is not uh, did not practice today, or he was limited. He was limited, so you need to. Uh, no, he did not practice with a shoulder, um, so you need to uh, keep an eye on that. If you have him, I would play Chuba. If I had to, Chuba's actually been better these last few weeks with Miles Sanders out there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, and obviously Adam Thielen. Yes, he's in the lineup. He's a top ten fantasy uh, receiver right now. Yes, and that's it. Um, and then Miami, yeah, all the school guys are in. Throw them in. Yep. Except Every tight end. But everybody else, throw them in. Just remember, don't leave anybody that's on the IR in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, uh, HN is on the IR. If Jeff Wilson so. Jr. is out, uh, off IR, activated for this game, and there, yeah, I'll, I would play him. Mm-hmm. He will, if they get within the goal line, he will get goal line carries. That is what he does. That is his forte. Yes. Uh, uh, the Eagles at the Jets. Uh, all the Eagles, throw them in the lineup that you play. The Jets, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about them in a minute. <laughs> uh, Detroit at the Bucks. Uh, I, 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 Baker, speaking of streaming quarterbacks, Baker is a, uh, a th- my streamer of the week. I'm pretty sure that's who I named my streamer of the week. Uh, yeah. he well, My smash of the week, I'm sorry. He is my smash of week or my stream of the week. I don't know. It's yeah. He is your he's, dude he's somebody this week. that he yeah. He's not my smash because we haven't done those yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my waivers. That's what it is. Yeah. He's my stream of the week. Yep. So um so yeah I'm I'm, I'm throwing him out there. Mike Evans if he's healthy. If Chris Godwin if Mike Evans isn't out there. Chris Godwin is a smash. Smash smash smash. Yes. Yes. Because he will get hyper targeted. Um, and so yeah, I'm playing him. So real quick, we'll go on to the Giants at Buffalo. Uh, the Giants stay the fuck away. <laughs> stay Almost away. Almost all of them. If Barkley <laughs> plays, that's it. Yeah. Nobody though, and maybe Waller. And and I would play yeah. Waller. But the thing that's concerning is is uh, first, what well, Waller's nursing something, and two, 
I guess it doesn't matter who the quarterback is because I can't imagine Tyrod Taylor can be any worse than what Daniel Jones uh, has been. Not the way it's looking right <laughs> yeah. now. I mean, so, and he may he might tiger hyper target Waller just because it's the only oh one we're throwing yeah, to. Well, well, that and I mean, what they said that Daniel Jones is on pace to get 90, sacked ninety nine times this year. So Tyrod's going to yeah. be behind the same O line. You know, yeah. so I mean, I, I saw a meme. I don't know if you saw it, but it said. Uh, the NFL instituted a rule that defenders now have to count to seven Mississippi before they can rush <laughs> Daniel Jones. So, um, they need it. They definitely need it. Yeah, on Buffalo, I'm playing everybody. And, and yes, yeah, stay stay with Gabe. Gabe's getting a touchdown a game. you got to ride it. Yep. Get on the wave and ride it. Um, but you're playing them all there. Um, and then Dallas at the Chargers. I need Austin Eckler on the field, please. Herbert is still questionable. If you remember going into the bye, he broke a finger on his non-throwing hand. I, yeah. I expect him to play. I've heard I have heard nothing to make me not think that and uh, he should be fine with all that. Uh Josh Palmer is still the guy, but uh, Quentin Johnson is somebody to keep an eye on. What what do they do with him out of this bye? Him and uh, uh, uh Jackson Smith and Jigma are are very similar in this respect of if coming out of this bye, they are still getting the same low usage you need to just cut ties yes. because if they're not going to spend the buy trying to institute game plans for these guys and get them on the field more then you know it, it, you can go ahead and just move on from them and then if they pop later then oh well yeah you but might, i just don't you expect might be able to that. grab them back off of waivers or whatever yeah. and all that stuff yeah um so i mean if you need the roster spot you can move on after this week i would say yeah if they don't get any playing time but uh on the dallas side yeah pollard's in i'm 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 playing I'm playing Dak if I got him. The Chargers' uh, pass defense is garbage. But, man, I, I'm so tired of Dak sucking. Yeah, I know. I am just tired of it. I'm tired of the Cowboys' offense being trash, and I'm tired of Dak throwing to the other fucking team. It's, yeah, it's it's really bad this year. Really it's bad terrible. Year. Um, And so, you know, whatever, yeah, I'll play them. I got to. And Chargers are the defense to play them against. If I can't play these guys against the Chargers – then who the fuck can I play him against? Exactly. So, CD will be out there. I'll be playing Dak. Um, I, I don't know what to do with Brandon Cooks. I don't know what to do with Gallup. I, you know, I have them on other teams, and I just leave them on the bench. And Yeah, their offense is just so Terrible. Bad. But Jake Ferguson, I'm playing because he's at least getting the targets. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, there you go. There's the breakdown of the games as we flew through them at the end. But I apologize, but uh, – I don't want to, you know, I want to get through some of these I'm games. I'm going to apologize. Okay, I apologize too. <laughs> so, all right, so we're going to move into what this week is. It's not Daniel's don'ts. Well, real quick, let me, uh, real yeah. quick, uh, we got to finish a little toast to roast thing. I oh, that's right, that's right. My so, Monday night, that we can go yeah, and get yeah, out yeah, of the way. Yeah, 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 because you had your smashes where a lot were playing on Monday. I had my smash QB and my smash RB. Uh, my smash QB was Jordan Love, and that was terrible. No, boo that. Yeah, my bad. My bad. I hit the wrong button. You're gonna get the whole boo. It needs it. It deserves it. All 15 minutes of that boo. Yeah, it, I definitely deserved every. <laughs> That's bit of why that. we had to fly through the end of those games. I knew I was gonna have to give him the whole boo. Yeah, there's, there, there's <laughs> no way that should have been. A, that was a bad smash. Bad uh, smash. It was terrible. And then uh, my RB was Josh Jacobs against Green Bay, and he did 17.4 points. That's pretty smash worthy. Oh, 100. percent so, so you get the. Uh, All right, well, it looks like I'm wrong again. Uh Jeez, Travis Kelsey is expected to play on Thursday Night Football versus the Broncos per, um, I don't know, whoever the beat reporter is. So Mm. my phone cut off before it got to it. So So. so that's good. I mean, 
I, if he's out there, I'm playing him. If yeah. I got him, I'm playing him. <laughs> you know, it's not like I mean, he went, he went back into the game and played it out. I mean, yeah. he, he's well, a man. And he played so. on the defense at the end. Yeah. But I, mean, uh, I was just worried that it was stiffen up and it being on a short week and against an opponent that they should beat the shit out of. Why yeah, would they risk why would it? Why would they risk it? But, you know, he's got to go out there and, and shake it off. Yeah. Hey, oh, I used the overplayed <laughs> joke of the week. That's right. Yeah. Every freaking, every freaking talking head on Monday had to use, or Tuesday had to use that joke or whatever the fuck it was when he got hurt and came back out yeah i guess old kelsey just had to shake it off and get back out there so i was waiting for my opportunity <laughs> to use it so there you go nailed it <laughs> uh but uh all right so I, I i retract that uh if something changes then obviously uh noah gray is a good play but if kelsey's healthy you're playing him all right so moving forward we're doing daniel's worries not daniel's don'ts we're doing daniel's <laughs> worries all right, so as you know, every week I try to do Daniel's don'ts. I try to go through and I try to pick not high-end players because the high-end guys, you're going to play them. Yeah. But, you know, these middling-tier players that you're kind of – sometimes you're kind of like, should I play Dak Prescott or Jimmy Garoppolo type guys, right? And so I try to find some people where I'm saying don't play this guy this week if you have pivot options. I'm not saying go play uh, if, if you bench Jimmy Garoppolo and play Taysom Hill. Yeah. I'm just saying if you've got somebody that's somewhere around the same, <laughs> then maybe this week would be the week to swap. Well, I didn't really see any – unobvious avoidances there's there's obvious avoidances but so i'm going with some worries this week um if i can find somebody to play over any of the baltimore running backs <laughs> justice hill in particular because i just don't think that gus is it then i'm going to play them but i feel like the running back landscape is such that you gotta play who you got because it's there's just not a lot out there if you went and paid fab to get justice hill on your team you're probably going to play Justice Hill. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you're in a bad spot. <laughs> uh, but if you happen to be running back rich, you probably don't need to play Justice Hill. So, you know, that's why it's not really a don't. Because I can't tell you not to play if he's the only fucking option you got. Yeah, and yeah. if you've got better options, you're already not playing him. <laughs> um, another worry I have is Damian Pierce. Um, uh, Houston is playing. Um, against somebody that has a really good run defense, <laughs> New Orleans Saints. I didn't write it down. The Saints. Playing, That's right. Yeah, because yeah, I have Saints. I have C.J. Stroud and Damian Pierce. They're both worries, which means the wide well, Nico Collins will also be a worry. Yep. The New Orleans Saints are tough against everything. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the Patriots. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> their defense is uh, is next level, and I just don't. Now, the good news is if you have C.J. Stroud and you have Nico Collins, is they're probably going to have to pass most of the game yeah. to even keep it remotely competitive. But I'm far more worried about Damian Pierce than I am. If I would play, for example, I would play Donta Foreman over Damian Pierce so long as Donta Foreman is the sole starter. Yeah. Or whoever the Bears starter ends up being. If Roshan somehow gets out of protocol and plays – then I would play him over Damian Pierce if I have that option. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's a worry. Amari Cooper is a worry if the predator, Deshaun Watson, does not play. Um, if he doesn't go out there because his shoulder hurts, even though the medical staff's like, nah, dude, you're good. He's like, nah, nah, nah. I got places to go spend money. I mean, yeah, uh, my shoulder's hurting. My shoulder is still sore. Yeah. Uh, so if he can, uh, if he can, you know, massage the kinks out and get out there with his shoulder – uh, this week, then I'm fine with Amari Cooper against the tough San Francisco defense because I know that Watson will at least probably be able to get him five or six catches. 
But otherwise, I don't want to play Amari Cooper if uh, Dorian Thompson, what's his lips, is out there. And there's three yeah. parts of his name, but I can't remember the last part. Um, that's two parts of it. Yes, yeah, so everybody knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. So if he's QBing, I'm probably trying to pivot. I would play Adam Thielen over Amari Cooper. I might even play Adam Thielen over Amari Cooper Anyways. if Deshaun Watson's playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another one that I'm worried about playing, and this is just because his quarterback is Zach Wilson, <laughs> is Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Uh, the Jets have a game against also a tough defense. Uh, that's uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defense, uh, and, and and so I just I expect Zach to have another bad game. You know, last week he played a easy defense, had a good game, and was heralded. I think this weekend, or we will see the old Zach Wilson show up and be trash again. And Garrett Wilson won't get any targets. Is my expectation. And it scares me. Now I will openly say that I have Garrett Wilson in a league and I will be playing him because I don't have any better options. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have if I could come up with one like a I don't know, Adam Thielen. Can somebody <laughs> get me Adam Thielen, please? Get him on the get him on the line. I, I need him. I think I have him in that league. You, you do have Garrett Wilson in. <laughs> yes. I looked. I went try I was gonna try to make a trade for Adam Thielen. I'll trade you Garrett Wilson straight up for Adam Thielen. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I feel like I'm taking a loss there. <laughs> <laughs> He's stopping this season, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Russell Wilson uh, against um, Kansas City is worrisome, but uh, not as much as some of these others. Him and Sam Howell, I'm just a little worried about. But the other ones I'm very worried about. So, again, this week isn't really about don'ts. It's just about worries. I'm stressing <laughs> about players, and I'm looking for pivot options. So there it is. There's Daniel's worries and don'ts. All right, and from there, we're going to move into Baker's Power Bottoms. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. All right, so, um, you know, again, like a the whole... Yeah, just to give it for, for our new one. listeners, Power Bottoms are Baker digs deep into the waivers. And we're talking about he goes into some of these leagues where we got 14-man double flex leagues, and he tries to find guys... Somewhere see what's deep. out there. I look at see what's out there. Look at matchups, hoping that yeah. you know it may, it may be matchup dependent. And, and I will say this year, you're you're hitting on a pretty good success rate. Two out of three have been yeah have been better than last year. Last yeah. year, I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm I figure out a niche here. Yeah, but you're starting to get a, a rhythm. I'm starting to get something going. But and, and our our line for a bottom is simply if you can get you five or six points. Like it's not it's not great. I get it, but if you're digging that deep into waivers. Bro, you're not getting 9, 10, 11, 12. If you do, holy shit, you hit the jackpot. Exactly. exactly. So you're just looking for somebody not to goose you, to carry you, get you five or six points, and and get you through this week where you screwed up and didn't prepare yourself properly. And so hit us with some power bottoms because one of these – Knock on wood. Every week you've had one really go off. It's really, yeah, really turned up. I, I, I don't think this one's gonna be the one. I think the next one's gonna be the one if it does. But this one, my um, power bottom running back for this week is gonna be Antonio Gibson, which I know, um, the matchup is not amazing. They're playing against Atlanta, and last week on they the road. They started using him a lot more in the short dump off passes in the second half of that, and he was actually getting work done with it. So I'm thinking that I'm hoping that that's going to be a, a trend that they keep working towards, and he still gets six, seven targets, five, six passes, and he ends up putting up another six, seven points for you on your bench. Because last week it was, I was actually surprised. 
I don't I'm like why haven't they used him all season like this? This is what we thought Gibson was gonna be, and here he is. It's, this is the first week we actually get to see it. In what week? Well, he's been week involved, five. but I guess they were also getting dumpster rolled. So game script changed everything. They had to it, go to passing had to the change entire around second and, half. Yeah, because you look at Brian Wilson; he only got I think six carries the whole game, and they were all in the first half. Yeah, and then see, once they had to start throwing the ball, it was, it was like, you go sit down. We're gonna just, yeah, we're going to run Gibson out yeah. here. He, I mean, he had six so targets. Why I think that was the only game this year they, they've gotten blown out like that. So I think so for him it, to be successful, Atlanta's going to have to. Yeah, and he had four targets. Brian Robinson had four targets in that game as well, but only carried the ball six times. But Right. But, yeah, I think I'm just ho- I'm playing on hopes that, you know, he he can get out there and get you a few passes and get you five or well, six. Well, you got to hope for Atlanta to get a two-score lead for that to happen, but it's not impossible. Yeah, it's it, it could work up. But as a bottom, it's a shot. Yeah. I'm taking my shot on it. I don't think he'll goose you. And it, yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Um, but then my next one is uh, Jonathan Mingo. Um, he's still available in a lot of my redraft leagues and stuff yeah, like that. because he's been trash. <laughs> he, dropped, he can't make catches, bro. He, he gets the opportunity, he just don't catch the damn ball. He's been getting a lot of targets. Um, I mean, six, seven, eight targets. And this is – it's a decent matchup, I think, personally. I think he'll end up going out there. And this is going to be the wake-up wake up moment. I mean, Miami is a, is a really soft defense, so yeah. And I, and I think that they're going to script – against Thielen, which should hopefully give Mingo a, at least a few more opportunities at yeah. the least. At I, the I, minimum. I, I, he, he should have had a touchdown last week. It hit him right in the hands, and he didn't fucking catch it. Last week he had seven targets and, and five receptions. So his, right. his accuracy his, his, has Yeah, the two that he missed, though, throughout. one was a touch. I mean, he was covered, but it, but uh, Bryce hit him right in the hands. And yeah, he, had to throw, he had to throw away from the receiver, so uh, Mingo had to turn back to make the catch, and he, he just went off his, his, both his hands. He couldn't yeah. make it. So, it's, it, it, look, if he starts making – um, if he starts making good or the opportunity he's getting, then yeah, he'll take off. So. And, and, and I mean, he's he's still averaging you know two to seven points. He got seven points last week. Yeah. on you know five receptions and forty something yards. Yeah, and then uh, tight end wise, still available in almost every redraft league I'm in. But Kate Otten, um, I think another one that's growing in their offense. They just, they're coming off a bye. They used him a lot more the last week before the bye. He got his touchdown and all that good stuff. I just I think this is going to be a guy that's going to easily not goose you and get you four or five points especially with the matchup um they're playing against see i didn't write it down either look at me go detroit or no you're playing against detroit. yeah they're playing yeah. against detroit which is they're at home against detroit so could could easily be a, another big kate otten game for people out there who have been waiting on him to finally take off some like i have been because i have him quite a few places in dynasty yeah i only got him in one place in redraft but He's he's definitely done you well this season. I mean, it's been three points, seven points, three points, nine points. So, I think he can have another good game. All right, was that the that was all the bottoms? That's all three. Baker's Hit him again. Bottoms. Two or three. Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Mingo, and K. Dotton. Nice. I just put some sour skittles in my mouth. This is very unprofessional. I thought I had another bottom to go. <laughs> well, now we get to move into our smashes, where we talk about our quarterback smash, our running back smash, um, wide receiver smash, and tight end smash Thank for the you. week. Woo! Yeah. All right, so here we go with our smashes of the week. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that's what I do. Um, all right, so I'll kick it off with my quarterback smash of the week. He has been balling out the last two weeks, and I expect him to do it again this week, and that is Justin Fields versus Minnesota. It is a rivalry game, 
Both defenses are trash. I'm expecting a shootout. I want pieces of this game on my dynasty team, on my fantasy teams, and on my DFS. I'll be looking at this game a lot. And so, Justin Fields versus Minnesota, they are like, I don't know, the top, the back half against quarterbacks and wide receivers and running backs, and everybody in Minnesota is, and so is Chicago. So, let's go. Give me a 40-42 to 42 game and fantasy point score. So, Justin Fields versus Minnesota. Nice. Who's your QB smash of the week? My QB smash of the week is Lamar Jackson. Um, coming off an absolute terrible week. Uh, for seven drops, not him, but his team. Seven and, in the bread basket drops, and this is with thirty-eight pass attempts and twenty-two receptions, only two hundred thirty-six yards passing, no touchdowns, through an interception. I just think it's got to be a get-right game for him. He's he's got to tell these people, look, quit being bitches, catch the ball, <laughs> let's make this shit happen. Yeah. It's gonna turn up, and it's against Tennessee. So there's yeah, that there too. you go. Yeah, so. All right, I love it. All right, who is your running back smash of the week? Uh, closely behind that, another one based a lot on matchup, but uh, Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, yeah, going against, against Denver, Broncos, yeah. I think every running back has put up 100 yards against them, even like third string yes. back. People are just running all over the Broncos like nothing. And Pacheco's done it two weeks this season where he's just put up unbelievable yards on you know low touches. I think it's going to be another big week for him. He's going to blow it up. I like it. Um, my running back smash of the week is Alvin Kamara at Houston. I think, the again, Houston is susceptible to the run, and I think Kamara's going to go out there and have a big game. He looked great. Last week, uh, you know, he got a little bit more involved uh, as far as getting yards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I just think that his third week back, as he's rolling in this offense and him and Derek Carr are developing a, a chemistry, I just think it's just going to keep going up. And maybe by the end of this season, Kamara, barring health, could be a league winner for a lot of people. So, I think this is just uh, helping on that road to him just dominating. So. I'm, I like it. I'm definitely I, – I got a lot of shares of him where I drafted him late and sat on him until now. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, my wide receiver smash, and some of this was contingent on Kelsey not playing, but I'll stick with it. I will stick with it is Rashi Rice versus the Broncos. The Broncos are a dumpster fire against all positions. Yes. Um, Rashi Rice hasn't been really increasing in snap percentage, but he has been maintaining a five to six target share – and I think he's slowly becoming somebody that um, that Mahomes depends on. And, I, and and the biggest issue that Kansas City's offense has right now is they do not stretch the field. They don't have anybody to go downfield with. They don't really go downfield. Kelsey is the is the guy, but he's catching balls in that intermediate, maybe you know up to ten yards down the seam or something. Um, they send Valdez Scantlin a long ways, but they never throw him the ball. But I think Rashi Rice is going to be a guy that's going to try to open up that 10 to 15 or, or over 15-yard part of the field and where they're going to try to start utilizing him more and get to that next level. And maybe him and Kelsey can start working some magic over the intermediate to longer level passing, and you're going to start seeing a transition of this Kansas City offense into a, a more downfield type deal as the season goes. And I think it might begin this week against a very weak Broncos defense so let's go rashi rice is my smash wide receiver and i know i'm i'm, I'm hey i'm putting him on the table but if it if he hits i'll be a genius so. oh yeah it's definitely <laughs> i like it too i mean i like a lot of what he does for their offense he's been the better more consistent wide receiver all season so yes. far this year His and he's a, you know and so. the thing is is he's a rookie and and in what we're trying to find at this point in the season or what i'm trying to find is the second half rookie receivers when they start to uh, emerge. And I think Rashi Rice is one who is primed to start emerging as a second-half receiver. 
he's getting a lot more work than Sky Moore did this time last year. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and even now, like this time this year. Yeah. So I think Rasheed Rice is a step up, and and he's ready to take that next step up. And the Broncos are a really good team with which to do that. To do it against. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. So who is your tight end or wide receiver smash? My wide receiver smash scored the most fantasy points ever last week, but I'm still sticking it's with him. DJ him. Moore, uh, Jamar Chase. Oh, that's. I'm sorry, <laughs> DJ Moore scored the second most fantasy second points most, ever. Second most. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just this offense is apparently predicated on Jamar Chase getting the ball a billion and a half times. Uh, he has to. I mean, 19 targets, 15 receptions, had almost 200 yards and three tuds last week. I think. Against, not quite yeah. a repeat, but against Seattle, yeah, he could do he could do something close yeah. to that. Adam Thielen eight against him. Uh, that's yeah. That's then that's the hope here. I mean, if he can get out there and get you another hundred and fifty yards on ten receptions, that's twenty five points for you know, yeah. which is better than this is the Adam Thielen hour hour by the way. I'm oh gonna, yeah, I want to work him into everything. I'm everything like, yeah. we can compare to, it's all about Adam <laughs> Thielen, man. No, I but love yeah, it. I'm I, smashing I, yeah. Jamar Chase this week. Yeah, uh, sometimes you just got to go with the obvious. You know, it's like well, I had to, I had to make a I had to make a McCaffrey or every every day smash <laughs> so that I'd quit using. So you quit using <laughs> the smash. <laughs> I might have to do that with Jamar if you use him again. Uh, who's your tight end smash? My tight end smash is going to be Darren Waller. Um, I know he's nursing an injury, so I guess pending you know he plays and all this stuff. But you sure about that? If, if he's on the field, I think he has a big week this week. You sure about that? I really do. <laughs> Playing against Buffalo, I think he's the only person on their team who's consistently can catch the ball. Not ass. And not total ass. And they're going to weigh heavily on him, especially with Tyrod. If Tyrod has to come in and play, yeah. I think it's going to be the Tyrod Waller show. And Waller's going to be the only reason that if they score anything, it'll be because Waller's getting him downfield. I won't deny that. If I, they score, I think, I think Waller's going to be I part think, of that. I think Waller's going to be a big part of this. And I think even if, you know, either quarterback starts i think as long as he's healthy i mean he got 11 targets last week i think they start doing that from now on yeah well last week at. was kind of a squeaky wheel we talked about that and uh and i think yeah i agree with you. i think it's going to continue um i just i worry about that offense as a whole and their ability to score and, and and their ability to they target him 11 times but how many catches did he have nine oh, okay well then never mind yeah I he, thought it was, was one of those eleven targets, four catches. No, 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 <laughs> not that week. He he did have a couple weeks where he had eight and seven with only three and four yeah, catches. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of what I felt like. So, um, yeah. I don't I don't remember him having that many catches last week. So <laughs> we make a triple. He had eight. Excuse me, uh, eight for eighty six is what. He wow. Finished okay. Last week. Well, you know, hey, he's on the upswing. Yeah. Um, my tight end smash of the week is somebody who smashed last week, <laughs> and he is playing against the Atlanta Falcons, who. Their defense is good, but they are still giving up points to tight ends like a boss. Dalton Schultz went out there and absolutely ate against them last week, and Logan Thomas, I believe, is going to go out there and absolutely eat against them this week as well. So Logan Thomas, um, he is the uh, safety blanket go-to guy. I think, you know, we talk about Curtis Samuel and other guys, but I think Logan Thomas is that security blanket over the middle of the field, and he is a big dude who likes to just catch it as long as he doesn't try to run through every defender like he does every fucking time and get every hurt. Every damn game, yeah. man. I was like, like, I know you're as big as a fucking uh, a red oak homeboy, but just quit trying to quit trying to dumpster roll everybody. Just like, so go crazy. down, It's dude. so crazy how slow he looks when yeah. he does it. Too. He hits them. Oh, no, yeah, just, you ain't fast. They just go, <laughs> and it's like, oh, man. It's hilarious every time. It's like time, an M1 really Abrams is. tank plowing <laughs> through a bunch of, like, trees, but it's like, then it's, eventually it's going to, you know, hit a bomb. It, yeah. 
I don't yeah. know. That's a dumbass analogy, but you know what I'm saying. I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's, something's going to fall apart. Yeah. There yeah, you go. You can only <laughs> crash so many times so many before times shit starts falling apart. It breaks, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, I think he'll get him another good week. So, uh, Logan Thomas against the Falcons. Yeah, so. I like that. I like that. All right. So, um, I will throw as an honorary smash in um, Kink Cousins against the Bears. So I think uh, the Bears every single week have given up uh, points to a, uh, every quarterback that's played them has been a QB one, including Daniel Jones. So uh, yeah. not no, it wasn't the Bears. Uh, no, that's Arizona. I'm sorry. Whoever is playing against Arizona this week, <laughs> I just looked at that too. Yeah, that's 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 the defense that's, that's given up QB one numbers to every I, I single. I think that's who I was weighing off against yeah. when I picked Lamar. But uh, so, bad. so yeah, whoever the uh, the Cardinals are playing, and I don't know. I, I had Arizona's a, playing the Rams, so it'd be Stafford. Yes. Oh yes, yeah, so Stafford is honorable mention. Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, I didn't think about that because um, I was talking with somebody in one of my leagues about. Uh, basically, you know, Stafford with cutback and how drastic – it might have been you, actually, I was talking to, and how drastic the offense changes from, oh, yeah, yeah. from an offense that doesn't throw touchdowns to last week. What, how many did he throw? Two or three? Yeah. So, just out of nowhere, all yeah, of a sudden. It's, so he's got cutbacks, so it's touchdown city, and now he's going against Arizona, who gives up points to quarterbacks. So Stafford would also be an honorary smash. Yes. I meant to bring that up earlier. So anyway – there it is. There's our uh, Wednesday night. Well, we're throwing honorary smashes out there. DK plays this week. I'm <laughs> I honorably honored. Look, we already know. <laughs> DK is your forever smash. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. <laughs> All right, so uh, there it is, our uh, week six preview. As we get ready for the games, uh, real quick, I'm going to close out with a little bit of a rant. I'm not going to bring up all the stats that I wrote down. I do have an entire yellow sheet here of stats. And basically, um, there's this argument out there that prevails against primarily, which, I, look, I'm not going to say it's always against black quarterbacks, but I've only ever heard it against black quarterbacks. And it's that, oh, he's just a running back playing quarterback. And that it's I've decided this just pisses me the fuck off. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing it. In the NFL, if, if he's back there playing quarterback, he's a, he's a fucking quarterback. I don't care if he runs the ball ten times and throws it ten times every game. The amount of work that goes into being a quarterback in the NFL is astronomical. It's far more than any running back ever has to put in. They have to be able to read all the defenses. They have to know what every player on the field's job is and how their job's going to go and what they're supposed to be doing on offense and on defense. They have to know all that stuff. And then they have to process it after the ball is snapped. And then they got to figure out what to do with the ball. And some of them are very, very athletic and can tuck that ball and run the ball better than just about any running back in the league. You take Lamar Jackson, for example. Lamar Jackson would be an amazing running back. You, you, he, he's, he's fast. He's shifty. He can cut. He can do all those things. But he is a quarterback. And as a quarterback, he has won the MVP. He has numbers that would that, that, that any pocket-passing quarterback would kill to have. That, that you know, Has his passing yards been up in there uh, uh, you know, through the roof? No. But he, he makes touchdowns. His passing percentages were the, – the year that he won – the freaking MVP were uh, were insane. 300-yard passing games, 250-yard passing games, 200-yard passing games, all that. Jalen Hurts, the same thing. He's out there. He's dominating. This guy's putting up over 3,000 yards his uh, first full-season league. You know, in, in, in throwing 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions in 2019. You know, it, it, it's just – it's it, well, no, that was Allen. Sorry, I see. I'm gonna get my stats confused because I'm gonna fluster. I'm not gonna look at them. <laughs> my point being is this: I, I never hear <clears throat> this argument made against any white quarterback. No one's ever said Josh Allen is a running back playing quarterback. 
they're saying that he's a quarterback and run the ball. Yep. Um, maybe the only one would be Taysom Hill, obviously. You would say that, but he is a running back playing quarterback. Um, he did get, try to play quarterback, and he was a quarterback for them for a long time, and then they, now they've converted him to a basically a wild wildcat quarterback, which is effectively a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, because he couldn't handle being a quarterback. If he could handle, if Taysom Hill can handle the job that entails of being a quarterback in the NFL, of everything that goes behind that, you can damn well bet that as athletic as he is and his ability of the run ball, that he would be behind center. And they wouldn't have gone through all the other quarterbacks they went through after Drew Brees in order to become a successful team. And so to to sit here and try to tell me that guys like Cam Newton, guys like uh, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, these guys that go out there and put up through-the-roof passing numbers, through-the-roof efficiency – MVP type seasons carry their teams to Super Bowls and and playoffs and all these things, and to come down and say because their ability to run the ball and get close to a thousand or more yards a season as a runner makes them a running back playing quarterback is an insult to them, is an insult to their ability to play the game. And frankly, hey, I'm not going to sit here and call somebody a racist, but it comes across to me as a very racist and, and very insensitive statement to say that because you're not saying that about everybody. You're only saying that about a certain quarterback, and we all know what color skin that quarterback has. So I challenge all of you out there, as you go out here and you talk about this and you think about these things, if these are things that are on your mind about certain players and these are ideas that you have in your head, maybe you examine within yourself why you have, have these ideas and why these ideas are something that you carry, and then maybe you look at it from a perspective of what somebody's able to do as a as an athlete, as a person, and, and, and as somebody who's to go out here and perform a job at a high level um, as good or better than anybody else, and you judge them specifically based off of what they're able to do on the field and how they're able to do it within the job that they're asked to do. So from having said all that, I hope everybody has a good one out there, and we shall talk to you, uh, I guess, later, because we're going to do the DFS podcast tonight, too. Right after this, yeah. All right, so there it is. Didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but I had to get it off my chest. So y'all be good out there. Later.